You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. may be seated this morning, and I'm going to be seated if you don't mind. I've been standing since about 8.30, and I found out this weekend that I don't have all my strength back, and so I don't know, I'll try to stay on this stool. <laughs> I want you to turn with me this morning, and I believe this message is going to help people, you know. Uh, I, I don't want to just uh, get you all excited and you leave and be in the same condition as you was when you come in here. So we have Jeremiah, and he's writing in Lamentations, it's the Old Testament, chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. The title of the message this morning is Hope for the Days That Are Hard and the Days That Are Long. And uh, to be honest with you, how many's had some hard days in your life? Long days. You just wondered if it was coming to an end. So I know you're just seated, but uh, stand with me if you're able out of... Uh, uh, Respect for reading the word of God this morning. Lord, we love you. God, what a good looking crowd. Lamentations chapter three, verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. I want to read that again. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. And why is it? Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Pastor Aaron, would you give the microphone to Mary there? Can we have some AC maybe, please? Father, as we approach your throne once again this morning, we just thank you and we praise you. We worship you, God, at this time, O oh Lord, and we thank you, God, today for your mercy and for your grace and for your faithfulness. Lord, when we're not faithful, we can count on the one that is faithful. Father God, today I pray this morning, Lord, for broken hearts today that need to be mended. I pray today for supernatural strength and supernatural mercy. God, to overshadow each and every one Lord, your word says that you bind up the brokenhearted. And I pray today, God, that you will bind in the name of Jesus and the blood of Christ be applied to lives here today. Father, if there's one this morning, Lord, that sits here that don't know the master of the wind, and that's Jesus Christ that bled and died upon Calvary to save us from our sin, may this day be their day that they meet Jesus on their dusty road, oh God, may they find Jesus Christ. Bless this morning, bless our pastor, anoint him, strengthen him supernaturally, I pray. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over his life this morning and over your word, God, send it out and let it cut asunder, I pray, in the name of Jesus. We worship you and we give you praise for your faithfulness. In Christ's name, I ask it all. 
Amen. Put your hands and bless the Lord. Put your hands together and bless the Lord. You may be seated this morning. Sometimes the days can, can feel weary, can feel very long. Circumstances might change around us. The other evening I could tell that the weather was about to change and I was trying to mow the front yard as fast as I could mow. And I could see the rain coming from over toward Pete Dye. One more trip, one more trip. I got wet. <laughs> Sometimes you can see the storm coming, but the storm that I'm talking about today, most times, Tim, you don't see it coming. Circumstances might change around us We'll find ourselves facing some difficult battles. Perhaps we're talking about a difficult illness this morning. Maybe a, just a dark season in your life. No matter how hard you seem to pray, oftentimes it seems to linger a little bit. Well, here in the face of affliction, Jeremiah pointed the people toward the source of salvation and to the source of their deliverance. God is the savior. He's the rescuer and he is the deliverer. Can somebody say amen? So here is a couple facts about the Lord that should encourage all that are afflicted to turn to the Lord for their salvation and also for their deliverance. God is love. Somebody say he's love. And God is full of compassion. Listen to Psalms chapter 78, verse 38. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up his wrath. Many times in my life, God has been faithful time and time again. Many times God has forgiven my iniquities. God has been slow to anger. God has been better to me than I deserve. The mercies of God and the goodness of God is brand new every morning, every day of your life. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. The second thing is, God has been faithful. God is faithful. I try my best to be faithful. I try my best for my word to be my word. But man, don't look at me. Don't get caught up in trying to just uh, look at what I do because there's times that I forget. There's times that I fail. There's times uh, that, that I just uh, don't do uh, what I mean to do. But God never fails. God never forgets. God's always on time, every time. If you believe that, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody say, God is faithful. Somebody say it like you mean it. Say, my God is faithful. In Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse nine. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. The faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. It is conditional He's a faithful God. 
to those that love him and keep his commandments. We're not going to water it down. Someone said this morning in our breakfast, they're coming here because it's, the word doesn't get watered down. Well, why would you water it down? God is faithful, the word said, to those that love him and those that keep his commandments. To know to do right and not to do it is sin. Do you hear what I'm saying? So listen to me. I don't know what you're going through this morning. So what does it mean that God's mercies are new every morning? God reminds us of the powerful promise in his word. And if, you don't, if you're not in his word, you're not going to know the promises. You're only going to hear a little bit of what I share with you. He said in his promises, in his word, that he offers peace to the hearts in hard seasons. There's people right here this morning that are going through hard seasons in your life. One of my friends sitting very close to me right now, their nephew, 25 or 26 years old, murdered yesterday, shot multiple times. Hard seasons in life. So maybe you're sitting here this morning and you're not in that hard season and your mind is drifting. Friend, you need to get your mind focused on what God would have to share with you today because you don't know when the storm will show up in your life. So I've got to read it again, Lamentations 3 and 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. And they are new every morning. And great is thy faithfulness. His mercies are never based on how good we are. The mercies of God just does not show up because you was good yesterday. So God's going to be good to you today. His mercies are because of his steadfast character every day. You can't be good enough for God. But that's where grace shows up and his mercy because of his character shows up every day, every day of the year. Someone give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. And maybe there's some people when they go shopping, they look for that, uh, that special, that day old bread. And I guess it's all right, but I'll take it fresh every morning. I'm not looking for the day old blessings of God. I'm looking for something to be born again, uh, blessed every morning, every day, a new birth coming in my life. New bread, fresh coming out of the oven. Smells good, doesn't it? We got a bread lady in the house. We can't afford her no more. They got $40 a loaf at the auction the other night. That's some good stuff. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, that's some good stuff. So this morning, I want to give you several Several reasons, several ways that we can have hope when the day seems long and the day seems hard. First, we need to remember God forgives and he redeems every day. You're not going to make it without messing up. I told someone Friday night, I led him to the Lord. I said, I gave my life to the Lord some 38 years ago. And I'm not telling you that I've been perfect ever since, but I'm telling you that I've been saved. And how can I tell you that? Because the mercies of God are new every day. And one of the mercies of God is he forgives me every day and he forgives you. And if you're thankful that God forgave you and he still forgives you every day, you ought to give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody say, woo! 
Psalms 103, two through five. Bless the Lord. Somebody say, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. You can stop right there. <laughs> We're going to get out of bounds. I can see it now. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Now, listen, the writer said, and forget not all of these benefits. One of these benefits that you don't need to forget is he forgives you every day. I'm not saying that gives you a license to sin every day. But when you mess up, he forgives you and he redeems you day after day. I've not only been forgiven once, I've been forgiven multiple times. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Who redeemeth the life from destruction who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Verse nine, he will not always chide, neither will he keep the anger forever. In verse 11, for as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him, that reverence him, that knows that he's a holy God that he's a good, good father. Now listen to verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. East, the east coast and the west coast will never meet. Never. That's how far God has cast our sins from the east, from the west. When he forgives our sin, he separates us and he doesn't remember it again. God doesn't remember my faults and my failures and my sins when I come to him and ask him to forgive me. Throws it in the seat of forgetfulness never to be remembered again. Now your neighbor will still remember your mess up. Your church folk will still remember your mess up. But we don't answer to our neighbor and we don't answer to the person sitting on our pew. We answer to God Almighty. And when God said, I've set you free, I've forgiven you, I've redeemed you, and I will never remember that sin again, somebody ought to give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. So when you come before the Lord and you confess your sins and you ask God to forgive you, you are forgiven. So don't wallow in the past of your sins. When I said I've been thinking about my brother a lot, one of the thoughts that came to my mind as I was preparing for this message, he had hurt a lot of people, but he came to Christ. I mean, he had a Damascus Road experience. It was unbelievable, but he would just continue to apologize to you over and over and over for the pain that he caused you. And my family would say to him, listen, no need to do that. You've already taken it to the Lord and he's forgiven you. So don't wallow in the pain of your past. Can somebody say amen? No matter what we face today, God's promises stand true. 2021's been a crazy, crazy year. 2020 was a crazy year. There's things going on all over. My heart goes out to the families in Florida with a high rise condo dropped down, 150 some people, unaccountable, family standing around all over with a glimmer of hope that someone will find their loved one. 
How do you make it through that, Tim, when your nephew, someone shoots him multiple times? It's because you lean on God and you trust him that his mercies are new every morning. God is still God, no matter what happens, he's still God, do you hear me? He's still in control, he is still God Almighty. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So how can we find hope during our long days, and our hard days? We are not defined by our past as one way that we can find hope. God sets us free in chapter 21 of Revelation verse five said, behold, I'm making all things new. The labels that once defined us are never permanent once we come to Jesus. There's 12 step programs. There's programs that say once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic, but I choose the program of the word of God that said he who the son sets free is free indeed. I'm not against any of those programs and them help groups, but I'm telling you, your help comes from the Lord and God said, I'll set you free, I'll deliver you and your past will no longer be your future. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. God breathes new hope on us, new hope. That night I came to Christ, the Holy Spirit was breathed on me. God breathed on me and gave me new hope. And he offers us a fresh start every single day. Maybe you messed up yesterday, guess what? Today is a new day in God's eyes. God can touch you. God can turn things around in your life. Do you hear what I'm saying? Somebody say, I'm redeemed. Somebody say loved, called, restored, cherished, strong, joyful, and I'm filled with hope. Somebody say, I'm filled with hope. Can I tell you your future looks bright as long as you're walking in the sun. I'm not talking about the sun that you need some uh, sunscreen. I'm talking about the sun of the living God. Your future is bright if you'll stay with God, if you'll walk with God, if you'll serve God, if you'll humble yourself before God. You got hope not just for today, you got hope for tomorrow. It's new every morning. The sun comes up every day. God is a good God. God has blessed me time and time again. He's faithful even when I'm not faithful. If God has been faithful, stand up and give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody, give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Woo. Oh, you can sit down. I need him. I need fresh bread every day. I've tried to survive on stale bread. Uh-huh. It don't work real well. Huh? Don't look at me with that long religious nose and act like you're all that in a bag of chips. You ain't always where you need to be. And God breathes new hope on us. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God breathed on me. Look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, God breathed on me. I hope you all brushed your teeth this morning. Uh, you wanna hear the third reason we got hope for the long weary days? I guess you don't. We'll go home. 
He's bigger than your battle. Are you going to bow down to your battle? God is bigger than your battle. Jeremiah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by the great power and stretched out arm. And there is nothing too hard for thee, is what the writer says. I don't know what you've got going on in your life, but there is nothing too hard for my God. Nothing. Do you hear what I'm saying? I said there is nothing too hard for my God. Jeremiah, after he had bought the land in Judah, he began to wonder, is this a wise decision? Is, is this a good move uh, that I just made? And he sought relief in prayer uh, uh, from his nagging doubts. Uh, have you ever made a decision and then you start doubting? Uh, and I was sitting in my office this week thinking about over 15 years ago when there was nothing in Mosby and God spoke to my heart and, and we started uh, developing a little bit and there was times I thought, have I lost my mind? And the doubts come in and start nagging and I start listening to the naysayers but then I gotta get back to the word of God that nothing is too big, nothing's too complicated for God. It don't matter what's going on in your life, God is able to take care of it. If you believe that, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. You've got to believe that God is bigger than your problem. God is bigger than your giant. God is bigger than your obstacle. Do you hear what I'm saying? David stood before a giant. Everybody else uh, bowed down, but he said, listen, uh, I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord. Uh, that's, hey, God is bigger than all of your and my problems. Give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. Ooh. Do you really believe God's a miracle worker? Do you actually believe that God is still a miracle worker? Then when your problems come your way, believe that and stand fast on that. The fourth reason we can find hope in the hard days, God's power is made perfect in our weakness. Listen to Paul as he writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. For thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, uh, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distress. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, I am strong. Although God never removed Paul's affliction, he promised to de demonstrate his power in Paul. The fact that God's power shows up in our, uh, in our weakness should give you and I courage. I want you to think of this. When we are strong in our abilities and in our own resources, we're tempted to do God's work our own way. And most times that develops into what I would call pride. And I've been there myself. Now here's the thing, when we are weak and we allow God to fill us with his power, then we are stronger than we could ever be in our own power. And time and time again, I have felt honestly that I wasn't walking in the power of God. And Andy, I'd have to look inward and find out that I'm trying to do things on my own. I consider myself a getter God, a, a getter done guy. I, I tell you, man, I'm gonna grab the bull by the horns it drives me nuts to be around a whole bunch of people and nobody can make a decision on what to do. And I can just feel it coming. Sometimes it's not comfortable. I may be in a place where nobody knows and I got to nose me and I just got to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. 
But oftentimes, it's me doing it. I got to trust God. Sometimes I got to be still. Sometimes you need to be still because I want to grab things. There's times God's not ready and I got to hold myself back. I remember Pastor Ruth years ago said, you need to slow down, you're dragging Jesus. Listen to me, it's never easy. But the truth is our greatest growth and perseverance come from hard seasons in our lives. I got to reflect on some of the hard seasons I've been with some of you in this church in the last almost 28 years. It's overwhelming. You know what I'm thankful for, Indy? It didn't all show up at once. Think about that. Think about just your own life, the hardships that you've went through. Aren't you thankful that it didn't just all show up at the same time? You think about Job, it was just boom, 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 boom. I'm glad that God allows a little time most often. Through hard places, God brings us to deeper humility and dependency on him through hard seasons in my life. God has humbled me and has brought my dependency more and more on him. I said to myself two or three times this week, quit talking about what you went through in April, but it's a part of my testimony. I've been humbled. I always, Bruce, always felt like I was a, I walked in humility. I tried that, my dad walked in humility. But when you've got hundreds of people that everywhere you go, my wife and I came out of a doctor's appointment this past Monday. We started down the hall. This big old bruiser, man, I mean, he's a big man. Tattoos up both arms, he's he, he just a big old bruiser. And he, I noticed he was staring at me. I thought, I better get down the hall. <laughs> I might have ticked him off sometime in the past. Honestly, Leanne, I'll tell you, we got from here to the wall. He said, hey! <laughs> I wanted to keep walking. <laughs> he said, aren't you a pastor? And then I definitely thought I'd better run. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. He said, are you all right? He said, my mom and I watch you every week on TV. And I want you to know I've been praying for you. My wife will tell you everywhere we go, my line, people come up to me and say, and I, I've never seen them before. Jim Ratcliffe's brother is a pastor. He hugged me yesterday morning and he started crying. He said, I want to thank you for what you went through. I thought, what? He said, because it made me get on my knees. He said, it made me get on my knees and not just pray like I had been praying. He said, I prayed to my knees hurt, his words. Stand with me this morning. I got a long way to go here yet, but you can stand with me. Somebody come to the piano. Are you walking in humility? Through hard times, God brings us deeper in humility and dependency on him. 
When I think about pride, and I shared this, I called someone early this morning to check on them in their situation. And I said to this individual, not only do we gotta depend upon God, we gotta depend upon each other. Are you one of those that never wanna let nobody help you? You gotta do it yourself. Can I tell you this morning, you don't have to do it yourself. You got God to help you and you got the family of God. You hear me? So learn. Paul says, when I'm weak, I'm strong. I'm strong in the Lord. What is Paul saying? He's saying less of me and more of you. Wow. Here's another reason you can find hope in the hard days. God will bring purpose through this trial and he will turn it around for your good. Romans 8, 28 said, for all things work for the good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You gotta love him, it's conditional. And for those that are called according to his purpose, God's plan, Carrie, is not to make us happy. That's not God's plan. God's plan is for us to fulfill his purpose. Again, I go back to April 10th. When I had those strokes, I couldn't see the plan of God. The first trip to Morgantown in the squad, I said, God, it's not about me. It's God, whoever here that you need me to minister to is what I want to do. God's purpose is long range. So I had the opportunity to minister. Honestly, it was incredible to many people. Now, the second trip in the squad back to Ruby, I said, God, this ain't about nobody down there. It's about me. <laughs> you call somebody else. <laughs> I said it out loud, honestly. You got other people on call. <laughs> I'm not joking. I said it out loud. That's the truth. But God's purposes is long range. And since April 10th, even out of being out of the hospital, it's been overwhelming to people that I've been able to share the gospel with. And I did a wedding Friday evening, Jane Lou. And I said, I found out this weekend I didn't have all my strength. I got overheated. It was out in the middle of a meta. And I'd walked up the hill a couple of times. And I just felt, I felt drained. And I told my wife, I said, let's eat and let's go. They were going to celebrate all evening and great, great place to be, great people. But God's purpose is long range. And I started to leave to go to the car, to the truck. We were out in the meta. And a guy started walking with us. I've known him all my life. And he owns a business not too far from here. And he said, and he's always, him and his dad's always called me Bobby. <laughs> Don't call me Poppy. <laughs> We're walking out through the meta and it's hot and I'm sweating and I'm so tired and I'm weak and I got to walk up this hill to get to the truck. And he said, hey, Bobby. He said, when you was in Ruby Memorial, he said, I was in there too. And he said, I died. He said, they brought me back. So I stopped and I just listened. I just listened. And he just kept talking and he kept talking and he kept talking. He talked about my mom and my dad and how he loved them and everything. And I looked at him and I called him by name. And I said, I wanna ask you the most important question anybody's ever asked you in your life. I said, is your heart right with the Lord? And he said, well, I would think that I'd hope so. Bad answer, bad answer. So I shared how God loved him and asked him if he believed in the Lord. And he said, well, yeah, 
Can I tell you, the devil believes in the Lord. And I explained to him, except he'd be born again, he'd never see the kingdom of God. And right there in the meadow that had just been bailed the day or two before, took him by the hand and led him to Christ. God's purpose, hold on, hold on. God's purpose is long range. God didn't bring that stroke in my life. God's able to turn it around, what the devil meant for evil. You see, man, I've been thinking a lot of things this week. Before this stroke, I never dreamed my wife and I could be any closer. Never dreamed it. But we are. God's able to do all things. Carrie, you never know. She like my daughter. I love all of our staff, but get over it. She's like my daughter. never know what it meant to me when you came to my house when I got home sat on the couch laid her head over on my shoulder I didn't think that relationship with her and our staff could even be better than it was but God's able to do all things to another level so my prayer is for our church let's go to another level let's go not just man I get I'm just talking here but I get caught up in my own bucket list, my own dreams and things I like to do. My, I get so mad at my son Cody because his mind never shuts down. And my wife said, wonder where he got that from. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> but I've got to pull myself back. I pray this week, God, not my purpose, not my plan. God, I want to be in your purpose and in your plan. Sometimes we got to stand still and listen when our storm hits. We got to stop and we got to stand still. Can I tell you, that's hard. That's hard to do. Especially when you're geared to just make things happen. So I'm telling you, when the storm hits, sometimes you gotta just stand. You can't get on Facebook. Sometimes you can't call mom and dad. You know, I used to call my mom and dad, now they're going, Jim. You know. Sometimes you gotta stand, Karen. You gotta stand. All of us will have hard times in our life. My pastor used to say to me, every individual will get a phone call that will change your life. Every individual, and I've got more than one of them, but we got hope for the hard days. All of our hope is in Jesus. So when hell shows up, stand still in the presence of God and his word. Again, I look around and man, I see the people that I've been. One time I was preaching and I went home after church and we hadn't been home but a few minutes and my phone rang and one of our great faithful members said, Pastor, my son hung himself. What's a preacher supposed to say? 
you just show up and you love on them. You say there's hope. There's all kind of situations around this room. I've buried young babies, young kids. We've walked through a lot of storms together. We got hope for the hard days and the long days. So don't get tired. We are built for the battle. You hear me? We're built for the battle. Carrie, just sing a little bit while every head bowed and every eye closed. And I'd like for you individually to reflect of the goodness of the Lord in your own life. Think about the goodness of the Lord, how he placed you in a home with parents that loved you, provided for you. Think about your loved ones that's already gone to be with the Lord. Just think about the goodness. Think about the mercies of God and how God has been faithful. I'm not the only one in this room God's been faithful to. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast.